Good morning, everyone. Welcome to a brand new episode of the Grizzly Bear Bets podcast on the Grizzly Bear Blues Podcast Network. I'm your host, Chase Bobbitt. Today is Thursday, October 27th, 2022, and we are back after a much-needed two-day break for the Memphis Grizzlies following their win on Monday night over the Brooklyn Nets. So we'll get a quick recap of the Brooklyn Nets game and then get right into the game tonight in Sacramento against the Kings. Grizzlies currently sitting at a minus three favorite in that game. So Monday was more exciting than I think any of us could ever have asked for. The Grizzlies defeated the Brooklyn Nets in Memphis 134-124. to It ended up being a historic night between the two franchises, which was the first time since 1983 that two teams had players that scored 35 points or more. Obviously, John Morant and Desmond Bain hit that mark for the Grizzlies, and Kevin Durant and Kyrie Irving did the same for the Nets. So... Last time that happened was actually in the highest scoring game in NBA history, which is Detroit 186, Denver 184. So that's crazy that the you know that it's been a record that's lasted that long, considering all the great players that we've had in the NBA and super teams and, and multiple good players on one team. So interesting stat there to talk about the game. That kind of sums up the whole whole idea behind the game. Um, while there was not as many points as there was that night in 1983, there was still a ton of points in this game. The game cast the over with ease with a total of 258 points scored. Morant finished with 38, 8, and 7. This put him way over his 29.5 total. He has cast, he cast our over play of the game, which was points, rebounds, assist at over 41.5. So he almost did that in just points alone. And we are now 4-0 on the play of the game for the series. Unfortunately, other than the John Morant bets, I was not great on the, um, on Monday. So I took the under in the game, under in the first quarter. Both of those clearly a stupid play. Expected a bit more defense, maybe not as much scoring between those players as there was. But I also leaned next, Nets plus one and a half, which hand up. That's something I hate to do, something that I obviously walk that awkward line with with this podcast being a Grizzly fan being a Grizzly podcast sometimes I just have to look at the numbers look at what I believe the right play was and hand up here I was wrong betting against the Grizzlies (laughs) is not the right decision especially as I've said before when you're watching the game wanting the Grizzlies to win and then you're you're on the podcast saying to take nets plus one and a half so that was tough Um, another bet that I had that full transparency I will never bet a Ben Simmons prop in anything other than under points again this guy's a complete joke um if you're a fan of ben simmons i apologize but i mean over under 14 and a half was the assistant rebound line that i took it at he had 11 and then fouled out of the game john moran baited him into that last foul then ben simmons goes after and complains and moans like he always does but again unless it's a ben simmons under point prop i will never touch a ben simmons bet again so Overall, great game. Obviously, Desmond Bain was the storyline of the game. Finally got out of that, I wouldn't even call it a slump. It was only three games, but if you want to call it a three-game slump, Desmond Bain got out of that with a career high in points and three-pointers made. So, Bain's trending in the right direction. Dylan Brooks back into the lineup was good news as well to see him. I know he didn't play great, but at least he was out there getting minutes, kind of getting things under, under his feet. So, that was a game against the Nets. Fun game. Grizzlies go to 3-1 and one on the season, and now they travel to the West Coast to play the Sacramento Kings. Currently a minus-3 favorite in Sacramento. Over-under in this game is currently at 236.5 points. So in the past, obviously, the Sacramento Kings, hearing your team's going to play against the Kings is not the most exciting 
game to look forward to. But actually, this game tonight, I expect to be a very exciting game. Two dynamic 30-point-per-game point guards and some of the youngest teams in the NBA. Average age between these two teams is 25.12 years. So Kings are currently 0-3 on the year. They are 2-1 against the spread. They've played some good teams in the West, the Clippers, the Warriors, the Blazers. So take that what you will. The, the Kings are a much better team than they have been in the past. They've made, obviously, a lot of moves, bringing in Sabonis last year, drafting Keegan Murray, who I think is a great player. Fox seems to be playing winning basketball. Okay, I, I say he seems to be playing winning basketball in their 0-3, but the Kings at least are much more relevant than they have been in the past. So 0-3 on the year, 2-1 against the spread is what we care about. Grizzlies are 3-1, and obviously, this year, but they are 1-3 and against the spread, covering the first spread of the year in that game against the Nets. So... Played three times last season. Grizzlies won and covered in every game. Two of the games were in Sacramento. One game was in Memphis. The two games that were in Sacramento, Memphis won those games by an average of 22 points. So the Grizzlies have the Kings number, just like pretty much every team in the NBA has had the Kings number up to this point. So with all that being said, I do expect this to be a much better game. Grizzlies minus three on the road is a line that whenever a team is favored on the road, that's just one of those things that is an awkward bet to make. But looking at Grizzlies minus three, I do like the Grizzlies. You would think that the spread is a lot higher just because of the history between these two teams. Kings are much better, but still not great at all, especially against the spread. We're below 50% against the spread at home last season. And Memphis, as an away favorite, was 14-8 and eight against the spread. So... All the numbers lean Grizzlies minus three. I also lean Grizzlies minus three. Not making the same mistake I made on Monday. Zaire Williams, that news was tough to hear. He's out another four to six weeks with the patellar tendonitis. So it would have been nice. We were expecting to potentially see him back. Probably not this game, but sooner rather than later. So that's a damper to hear that he'll be out for another four to six weeks. John Conchar, who has stepped in for both Zaire's place and Dylan Brooks's place up to this point. He's listed as questionable with a sore shoulder. Brooks is back, struggled, only had four points in his 24 minutes in the first game against the Nets. Expect him to do a lot more out there tonight, guarding um, Darren Fox, hopefully can neutralize him, who's been on fire recently. So Grizzlies minus three is my play there. Going into the over-under, 236.5. Last five games between these teams have gone over the point total that was listed in that respective game. Tonight's total is way above what was listed in any of those games last season. 236.5 is very high. Um, they didn't even get close to 236.5 last season. This year, Sacramento is averaging 114 points per game, while Memphis is averaging 118.5 points per game. Sacramento did have 54% of their games go over last season. This is one of the ones that I'm really on the fence about. Two dynamic young teams, similar to that Rockets game that we saw the other night when I talked about how Memphis and the Rockets matched up. I expect these teams to go up and down, get points. The Grizzlies, Grizzlies just love to, you know, play in high scoring, exciting games. Um, you know, 134, 124 against the Nets. You had Dallas score 137 against the Grizzlies. And then you had the Rockets and the Memphis Grizzlies both score over 120 points. So with everything being considered, I would bet the over to hope for a fun game, to hope for back-and-forth basketball. But 236.5 just leaves you not a lot of room if a team gets cold, pace of the game slows down, shots don't fall. So 
I'm going to go over, I guess, for the sake of, you know, giving you guys a pick, but I'm not confident. That's probably the number I or bet I don't like the most out of everything we'll talk about today. So take that with a grain of salt over under 236.5 for the game tonight. Um, leading into the next play, this is, again, we talk about it every time to start, John Morant over under 30.5 points. So he's averaging 35.3 points per game this season, second highest in the NBA, only played the Kings once last year, had 18 in that meeting against the Kings. Don't take that into account in any way, shape, or form. I don't remember the game at all, honestly. No offense, but they play the Kings. Um, never going to bet an under on John Morant. I've said that before. I'll say it again. I'll live and die by this guy's over points, and even if he goes under, that's a bet I'm willing to lose. Um, he's in a zone that I've really never seen before right now with Jaw. We'll talk about his three-point shooting and another prop that I have, but he's shooting the three at the best Best mark of his career right now. Short sample size, but seems confident. He's hitting deep shots. Um, we saw that one at the end of the game. Looked like he shot it from Arkansas to basically ice the the Nets game. Um, he's he's just very comfortable shooting the ball from three, hitting his free throws. Um, the Kings aren't a great defensive team. Said that before. No one's going to stop him. And on top of all that, the Kings did allow. 51.3 points per game in the paint last season. That was fourth worst in the NBA, and we all know what John Morant does in the paint. One of the best paint scorers in the NBA. I believe Giannis is the only one who scores better than him in the paint, and Giannis pretty much is John Morant and Giannis. Giannis pretty much in all these scoring statistics up to this point is first, John Morant second in, in essentially everything, and I think that's how it may shape up for the MVP right now as well, though I think Jaw has a great case, but with all that being said, John Morant over 30 and a half points is my play. He has rest going to the West Coast. I expect a big game from Ja dueling against Darren Fox. Speaking of Fox, that is our next play of the night, which is over under 25 and a half. So you look at this, you look at his average points per game, you look at his over under, a six point difference between the two. So he's averaging 31.7 points per game. That's best for seventh in the NBA right now. And his over-under is only 25 and a half. Um, some of this may have to do with he was very bad against the Grizzlies last year. Played him twice, scored 12 points in both of those games. But again, this Kings team does seem a bit different than they have in the past. Darren Fox has been playing really well. I think he's going to want to duel. I mean, there was a time, no offense to Darren Fox, and, and offense to whoever said this because I do think it was disrespectful at the time. I was always like, this doesn't make sense. But... A lot of people did, for some reason, compare these two players at some point. I get they're both dynamic, exciting young point guards, but there's levels to this. With that being said, De'Aaron Fox is going to want to go at Ja Morant because I'm sure he believes that he's at Ja's level. So De'Aaron Fox over 25.5 points I do like a lot for the only Kings bet that I have on the card tonight. Next, Desmond Bain over 3.5 assists. Um, I don't know if I'm missing something, but he hasn't gone under this total at all. This season, he had 38 points in his last game, a career high, and he still had seven assists. I mean, the ball is just going through Desmond Bain at a rate that we have not seen so far. And even when he's not shooting the ball well, he's distributing the ball, getting in the offense. I think I've talked about it on every podcast so far, but I've just been extremely impressed with Bain. And I, I said I expected the scoring to pick up. I didn't expect it to happen that fast, but now we've seen that, shocker, he can still shoot the ball. Um, he's averaging six assists a game. He's gotten over four in every game this season. So over under three and a half. I love that. 
the only way I see this going under is a blowout in one way or the other, and he just doesn't play as much minutes as he should. So Desmond Bain over three and a half assists, I like a lot. John Morant over one and a half three-pointers is the next bet. As I mentioned before, he's shooting the ball extremely well right now. He's averaging three threes per game this season made. He's shooting five threes a game in the wins for the Grizzlies. So he had he was 0 for 2 from 3 against the Mavericks. Crossed that game out. Bad shooting night. Didn't play. He only played 30 minutes that night. Lowest um, minute total of the year. Against the Knicks on opening night, 3 for 6. Against the Rockets, 5 for 6. And then against the Brooklyn Nets last night, or on last game on Monday, he was 4 for 6 from 3. So John Morant shooting the ball very well from 3. I'd expect his over-under to be at 2.5, not 1.5. So DraftKings has it listed as one and a half. I would definitely go with that tonight. Um, ride the hot hand there. The same way that I'm going to ride the hot hand in my play of the game. So again, I, I've gotten a bit cocky with it on Twitter, talking about my play of the game, talking about the fact that I am 4-0 on play of the games this season. Only bet I track, only bet I publicly say, this is the bet I like, you should tail this bet. Um and that is Desmond Bain over 19 and a half points. So we just talked about his over threes, talked about how he seemed to, or not seemed to, he did find his groove in the last game coming off a career high and both three-pointers made and points in a game. Over under 19 and a half points does seem low. He's still averaging, I know it's only you know four games, he's averaging 20.5 points per game in the four games so far. He did not play well at all in the first three games of the season, and he still had 15 points a game, um, 15 a night. I mean, he, he's going to get his shots. He's going to get his points, whether it's from the foul line, wasn't shooting the three well at all, and was still getting, like I said, around 15. So get to 19. Hot hand right now. I love that. He averaged 23.3 points in three games against the Knicks last season. With that being said, obviously John Morant, only played one game against the Knicks last year, so two games without Jaw. But I still like Bain, especially with Jaron out, Dylan Brooks kind of getting back into things over 19 and a half. Have to ride the hot hand there. That is my play of the night, play of the game. And that takes us through this game against the Kings. I appreciate everyone for listening. As always, it's been a great start to the season. We'll be back on the 29th, which is Saturday. The Grizzlies play at Utah, then they play at Utah again. So we have back-to-back games against the Utah Jazz, who are probably the surprise of the NBA so far, 4-1 and one on the season with a team that's apparently tanking for one by Nyama. But let's not get ahead of ourselves. We'll be back on Saturday, the 29th, for that game against the Utah Jazz. We'll recap the game tonight. Make sure to follow us on Twitter at GrizzBearBets. I've been pretty active on Twitter with, you know, reactions to the bets that we have as well as live over-unders live live totals just you know just kind of talking to you guys talking about bets that i see on the live market my personal twitter at chase bob at nine this is more just everyday basketball everyday sports takes news whatever that may be feel free to follow me there and then the grizzly bear blues twitter at sbn grizzlies that's great grizzly content we post all of our blogs there post all the podcasts there as well as live game reactions as the game's going on. They all live tweet the game. So every other podcast on our podcast network is also a great listen. Same place you find this podcast will be the same place you can find every other podcast on the network. And lastly, www.grizzlybearblues.com is our website, is our blog. 
game reports, any news that you really could have about the Grizzlies, we have that covered. So make sure to check out all those different media platforms for all your Grizzly news. And I appreciate it, guys. Thank you again for the support early on. And I will see you guys next time for the game against the Utah Jazz. Thank you.